Welcome to Big Questions. I'm your host, Miles Cade, and I'm here with Elliot Kern. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited. Elliot, tell us a little bit about Big Questions. Why are we here? Yeah, welcome to the Big Questions podcast. Big Questions is a public Facebook group where you guys submit daily posts ranging from trivial questions like, what is your favorite servo? To borderline existential questions like the group's OG post, do bees have knees? <laughs> a classic. More than a Facebook group though, Big Questions is a philosophical exercise and I would suggest that's why we're here today. Mm-hmm. Here to just chew the fat on life's big questions, have a good time while doing so. So without any further ado, let me introduce our first guest for the Big Questions podcast and his name is Oliver Winch. G'day gentlemen. Welcome. Oliver, great to have you here. Tell me a bit about your history with the Big Questions group. Uh, I was, I think, a sub 100 invite from Mr. Kern and I've got a few, I've got that founding members badge Mm. and submitted a few questions, got some decent engagement, Uh, have a few in the list. So uh, if you could tick those through, I'd be happy, but. Look, let's not waste any further time here. Ollie, you're here to answer some of the big questions. Just talk it through with us. Correct. Let's get straight on to question number one. Question one. And question number one comes in from George St. John, who asks, and this is, this is actually a, has been a post, generated some very interesting discussion, but George asks, would you rather know when you die or how you die? For me, mm. it can't be how has to be when but i mean think about those first few days leading up to the the big moment though like, yeah i mean imagine you know it's going to be in 48 hours sure i think i would have 48 hours to live and be like okay i can just do something for 48 hours hang out with people the, the thing mm. the reason why it cannot it be how i die mm. is if it's in a car accident if it's mm in public transport at a shopping center and like if it's involves something that I do every day, my whole life changes and it's not, it's not like, Oh, like, so if I die in a car mm, accident, you mm, just I, avoid I just, it. I never touch a road. Yeah. Thing. That's an interesting point. I guess maybe what I like, it depends if it, it, cause it's more about like the potential, like if it's doing something really mundane, like, you know, heart attack while you're at the grocery shops, then you're just going, like, do you ever go to the grocery shops again, right? That's an interesting point. What do you what, what do you reckon, Kerno? No, when or how? Yeah, I think I'm with Lad on that one. Because um, you just don't want to... Yeah, you don't want to have to avoid doing something because mm. you're just terrified. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm, I'm with... I, I, I feel your points, but for me, it's got to be... Um, how just because of those last like the countdown's always going to be on if it's a win kind of scenario you know and what kind of life is that getting big here bit of urgency <laughs> though <laughs> <laughs> Good start. all right let's move on to question two mm. question two and question two comes in from cooper rispin it's a bit of a yes no question and 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 for those listening out there for the first time, which is anyone who's listening currently, unless you've gone back to this episode, in which case I say good on you. 
Some of these questions are kind of bigger and some of them have multiple options. Some are just simple yes, no questions. That's okay. That's how life goes, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So Cooper Rispin asks, is cereal a soup? No. (laughs) (laughs) Please explain. (laughs) Um, Soup for me has to be something cooked. Mm. Can be hot or cold, obviously, but Mm. has to be cooked. And so I'd say... (laughs) Debatably, porridge is a soup, and you put porridge in the same bracket as cereal. Look, um, I think gazpacho is not cooked. Is that right? Gazpacho is just basically. I knew you were going to pull something out. Yeah, isn't cooked. isn't gazpacho just um, like tomato juice basically, and 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 other like pepper and stuff? I don't know. Like that just sounds like a juice to me then. No, but, but, but it's still kind of it's it's got bits to it. Like it's definitely a soup. There's no I mean, no one's saying that gazpacho is not a soup. Is what mm. I'm saying. If you are, comment on this post. <laughs> <laughs> Some yeah. people might. Yeah, maybe. Hey, um, all opinions are welcome on big questions. This is an inclusive community. What defines a soup, Elliot? Well. That's not the way I was going to look at it. <laughs> but it's the way I'm I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I was going to say mm. cereal cannot be a soup because cereal is good and soup is not. Mm. And it's that simple for me. <laughs> Seriously. Just <laughs> It's one, one approach, isn't it? Yeah. Look, if I can just take a moment to get a little bit philosophical here. Everyone out there knows what a chair is. It's No, no one's going... Oh, like how, what is a chair, right? But if you're asked to define a chair, that's actually a much trickier question than you might think. Does a chair have four legs? Well, this chair here that you're sitting on, yes, has four legs. This, this is a chair. It's, a, it's an armchair, but it's still a chair. It's got kind of wheels, but it wouldn't. It might just sit flat on, on the ground. It's still a chair. Is it something you sit on? Yes, old chairs are things you sit on, but so are benches. So uh, many other things, stools. But what makes a chair a chair? It's actually undefinable. And so in that sense, a soup is also undefinable. And that's where I want I like us to, to end on this question. Yeah. Many things are undefinable. Yeah. But cereal is not a soup. Mm, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> question three. Question three. And this one comes in from Mark Garraway. Uh, friend of the show, friend of another show actually that, that I and Oliver have the pleasure of co-hosting State of Play if you're into cricket. You can find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And there's a reason Oliver's being asked this question, but we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that later. I feel attacked already. This is very relatable. And the question is simply, what is the best location for a first date? And I'll, I'll, shall I read out some, yeah, options? some I'll read, options? I'll give you some options and that, that Mark writes. Throw in some yeah. alternates. Yeah, we've got to have... Yeah. Mark's offerings are restaurant, pub slash bar, movies, club, cafe. Variety there. Mm. For me, mm. if I had to pick from those options... Mm. And the truth is you probably have picked from all of those options <laughs> <laughs> on first dates. Maybe three or four of them. <laughs> there are four, just for the record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This guy's a menace, ladies, <laughs> but he's still single. <laughs> I think out of those ones, oh, I was going to say it, it has to be loud enough 
Mm. So that there is, if there is awkward pauses, mm. it doesn't feel mm. bad. And therefore, for me, it has to be, and like personally, out of those, it has to be either a cafe or a restaurant. Mm. Problem with cafe is there's not quite enough to do in those awkward silences. Mm. Whereas in a restaurant, you can eat and it's acceptable to be kind of enjoying your food quietly if the date is going poorly. And if it's going well, you can just keep going back to that restaurant with her or him. If there are awkward pauses, isn't that already enough to suggest that the game is over? Like if it's I really it that might bad. come to this. Mm. No, what do you I don't think so. No. That's just a natural part of things. That factored into my thinking. Mm. And I think, yeah, like on a first date, I this comes into my opinion on it was it depends how well you know the person. Mm. If it's like a blind date, you probably don't want to sit in a restaurant for three hours and make small talk. Mate, you have a long dinner. Yeah. Good on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a degustation, actually, when, it, when it's early. <laughs> but if you know them well already, mm. then maybe you have no problem with that. What is the goal of a first date? Have a good time, get to know them better, decide if, the, if you want to be going out with them. Mm. I think it's somewhere between two and three. One is preferable. Like, if you want mm. to be having a good time, and I think if you're having a good time, then with a person, then you're likely to want to get mm. to know them better. And then if you're likely to, mm. if you want to get to know them better, then you're likely to want to know if you can date. So it's almost not about having a good time. It's about deciding whether you're going to have a good time on future opportunities. Based on mm. a present good mm. time. But if, yeah, if you take out the present good time, then you end up just grilling them, trying to figure out mm. whether it's going to work. And no one wants mm. that. I mean, it depends on your level of intensity. I, I do have friends who I know get very intense on first <laughs> dates. And, uh, you know, that's one way of doing it. Just just, just high bar and don't settle for less. Let them know what they're mm. in for. Yeah. Gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. First ever episode of Big Questions. Mm. Well done. Well done, Oliver. Thank you. Well done, Elliot. And we'll see you guys on the next show. Thanks. Great stuff. <laughs>